welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey everyone, Hi everybody. what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Bobby's Cryptid <laughs> Corner, where we talk about all things creepy, cryptid, and weird. I am your cryptid captain tonight. I am Momo the Ho-Ho, aka, I guess <laughs> Jamie is my earthly name, but I like to change it up as much as I change my wigs. Mm, okay. Oh, that is a wig tonight. Mm, it's always a wig, Bobby. It's always a wig. That's oh, what she said? Mm-hmm. Who else do I have here with me? <laughs> um, uh, I'm I'm Bobby of the Cryptid Corner. I guess we're not going clockwise or counterclockwise. Thought, oh yeah, that's right. My bad. I was I was gonna go counter. <laughs> good. We're going X ways. Yeah, we're I cross agree. multiplying and dividing this introduction. Uh, I'm yeah. Bobby, known as Mo Money Momo Problems tonight. I uh, love that Momo Problems. It's the uh, best I, I could come up with in the in the short amount of time before I jumped on I here. I should be Momo the homo. That's <laughs> what I thought. Ho- That's what I thought homo. Jamie's was at first. <laughs> yeah, he asked me that. <clears throat> you should be Yoko Momo. Yoko oh, Momo. That's yeah. a good one. Ooh, yeah, that is a good one. What are you though tonight? Smelly goat. I'm a smelly goat because this is a smelly one, but we still have one more boomer left to introduce. Oh, yeah, tonight. the boomer, the boomer bear biologist. Why? And I just want to say, why have we not taken that off of my shit? You, I don't know. You're the one who has control of it. Kari you dug your own grave. That. You are the the bear expert on the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. went from game warden to bear expert, bear doctor. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but Kari added the boomer shit. So I'm the bear biologist, and this boomer apparently <laughs> loves bears. I'm also known as Tony. I'm not a boomer. I'm almost forty, but not quite yet there. Do you think that we could uh, have? Get, do we anticipate any bear puns tonight? I do. Oh, several. I do. Yeah, I'm, for sure. It, it's it's I an can endless. Barely wealth. live without it. Hey. <laughs> I was in Calistoga um, this weekend, and I thought of you, Tony. Oh yeah, why? Because mm-hmm. Calistoga is a bottled water. Ah. Uh, oh, I thought this was going to turn into a big dick joke, but no, oh, you cool. wish. No, Sorry. no, she she didn't say Sorry. she cookie dough. Um. <laughs> Uh, Tony, can you do me a favor and turn your mic up a little bit, please? Oh, up. Ooh, brought the peanut butter. Do you have a small dog? <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Bibby, can oh, you go we're ahead off to and a head start. Uh, can you go ahead and give everybody a shout out as you always do before we jump into the episode? Yeah, let's shout out the early arrivers. This is what you get when you arrive early. You get a shout out from us. First on the list is Renee Cruz. Loyal, loyal Renee. Vash the Impaler. Uh, showed up tonight. Thank God. Yeah. Um, Aaron Desario. Um, he's a real chatty one already, so I can't wait to hear what his commentary is going to be. Um, the one and only reason I do the show, Enzo, is here. Um, I think I speak for everyone when I say that. Simon Fly, that's a new name to me. Is that not for you guys? You guys look like you are here all the time. Fun fact. All right. I show up for this thing. I'm not in your early Toddy Waba. I think before he started following anyone on YouTube, he would listen to Jamie and I on audio. Wow. Wow. Old school. Everyone knows Simon. Old Simon Lure... Fly. Uh, what? Lou Reviews is here. Hi, Lou. You forgot Vanessa. 
Yeah, what the hell? We have to go and in order. Swink McLeod. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and then to Joe 5D, of course, is here. And then Tony, one I more time. It. Who else showed up at 8.35 p.m.? <clears throat> Lou Reviews is here. And I think he's got a show that's oh. going to be on in a little bit because... Uh... Uh, Hides and Long Grass is here as, uh, as well. I, I got to get back to him very, very soon. I'm sorry. I've been super, super busy. I got you, dog. I'll, I'll get did, back to you. We'll get back to you one day. Did we say Enzo? Because for some reason, I didn't Enzo, hear it. Yeah, Bobby said yeah. that the only reason uh, he does this is Enzo. Okay. I think cool. that's all of them. I think we got them all. Who's I really want to know who Swink McCloud no. is because I love that name. Swink. Swink, Swink. McCloud. Who are you? Whoa. All right, Bree, why don't we get a, why don't we get into this episode? What are we what are we doing today? We're doing Momo the Missouri monster, aka the big smelly boy. Big smelly boy. You know, for a second I thought he was holding a joint with his hand like that, but it's not. It's just his hand. It's I not. say why not? What second I was like he was like Yeah, they call me Momo. He was, he was getting it. So what's interesting about this cryptid is it's it's incredibly local to one specific town county kind of area it's not so much like all these other cryptids that we do that are end up being seen everywhere but momo itself is a very small phenomenon in a very small area although i feel like i could argue and we will argue as this goes on that it's possibly just a bigfoot maybe and it needs to be more under that umbrella um but we will get into that as the episode kind of comes along you got to think about too um the momo uh, phenomenon is very another one of these highly concentrated uh kickoff in the early 70s most of mm -hmm. the accounts we're going over tonight i believe are exactly in 1972 when all this uh, this whole uh town character kicked off um and to to uh, jamie's point like like you said it is could could very well be a, a southern Bigfoot. It's right near that whole Boggy Creek uh, Falk monster. Um, you're going to see a lot of similarities with that in in this one as well. But um, it, it does have some very unique characteristics that seem to be spe very specific to the area, mm -hmm. which is also fascinating. It took me a minute to realize Momo was missouri monster i was like wait yeah. why momo and then Whoa. i'm like oh then i kept referencing like mo for their state and i'm like oh duh missouri now, makes sense. Yeah. now do we gotta uh, let's do a yeah. quick uh lightning round of our own personal personal aka's do i want to put you on the spot mm, no do that's it. fine like i said my okay. first one was big smelly boy big smelly boy i feel like there's already a big smelly boy but we'll take it we'll mm -hmm. take it Tony, you, you got any Tony? AKAs for Momo? Yeah, uh, fucking Black Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, Bree. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, uh, Harry Larry. Ooh. Oh, I like it. I do like it. Um, okay, Bibby. I, I agree with Tony. It's a fucking bear. No. Um, <laughs> how about, how about uh, big silly smell guy? I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I think I'm going to be the only person that, like, off the bat, I don't actually think it's a Bigfoot. 
Oh, okay. It's no, a black bear. It's a black bear. Or a black bear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's either. I don't think no. it's a Bigfoot either. You're absolutely well. Let's right. let's uh, let's take a look at the descriptions to see how we can draw the black bear. Uh, well, first, before oh, we get wait. into oh, it, we no. need a warning. This it's thing. not this Momo because when you go to Google and you type in oh, Momo, yeah. this is what comes up. And I want everyone to understand that this was the Momo challenge, and it was a hoax. It was a thing on the internet, and it was like this thing that spread around. It was like you know, like the what was that one movie, The Ring or whatever. Like you watch the video, yeah. so then you had to do something, and it was like convincing kids to like do things like hurt themselves and like kill themselves and things. And it was hundred percent not real. And this is not because what we were it was a black about. bear. Because it was a black bear, yeah. So not what? this Momo. So get it out of your mind. It is scary though. It really is. A, that is like, terrifying to look visual. at. I agree. Yeah, all of the you, pictures of it. I don't. I don't want to look at scary. it anymore. And yeah, then they I almost, I almost dated like a chick that movies. looked like this, and I'm gonna say, <laughs> was it only Just because her mouth it. was so big? No, if her mouth was that big, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. The problem hey, is the oh. eyes. It's the eyes. Hey. The eyes are what's unsettling. Hey, so California awesome. hippie girls, I have a question off topic real quick. Um, of course. You guys are all into like spirituality shit. Uh, a moth just landed in my room. What does that mean? I've never Ooh, seen a moth. Transformation. Oh, you're going to oh, be abducted shit. by aliens tonight. Transformation's coming for okay, you. Please. It's actually okay, an cool. owl. Bree, are you okay? Shit. <laughs> That's what the moth was saying. It shut Bree up like Silence of the Lambs. <gasps> silence of the Goats. Oh my oh, God. Hear them, Do you hear the trap person? Put the oh. fucking lotion in the basket. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Well, wow. we'll just hang out over here, the three of us, while she comes back. I guess Bree has some. Some California weather. Oh, this is actually a really good point, Bobby. Moths we got usually do some Wi-Fi. Moths usually say that uh, bridges will collapse. That's what it's predicting. Fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm back. So I'm wait, back. every time I see a moth, I'm supposed to expect the bridge to collapse. Yes. Right. I was holding That'll my earphones. Rules. I didn't. I'm still learning these earphones. So I we turned them off. Them. <clears throat> And it was like, it was weird. So, yeah. Anywho, what did I miss? Uh, nothing. We no were thing. just uh, <laughs> talking shit waiting for you. Okay. All right. Let me yeah. get back to Una Momento. Let's go back. Is it he though? is. He is. Uh, you know what? To be honest, I'm kind of half and half about this. Um. Maybe, yeah, don't engage because of extra stinky. There is think, a story that is off record that's just been told in uh, the documentary about it. Mm -hmm. um, and there was indeed a woman who smelled his smell and had a heart attack. Oh, yeah. I so, think that's, yeah, that's the stink dangerous. is what the stink is what I think is the high risk here because it's the fact that we have every single account talking about the smell coming from it like it is mentioned every single time yep and that that fact alone is unique um i mean I, I feel like you do hear it a little more in the you know the southern bigfoot stuff the swampy the swampier lands um but it, it bigfoots in general like uh, they don't 
I mean, it's only a certain percentage that report a smell. Um, mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, you're right. This one always seems to, uh, the witness seems to mention a pungent odor protruding from it. I think it would be natural for any type of, whether it's like a normal um, animal or a creature, cryptid in general, to smell. But this one right. seems to be over the line, like beyond just, you know, some well, yeah, because people are animal. Yeah, people aren't just describing like a dirty animal, like a wet dog or something. They're saying it smells like fucking putrid. Yeah, like but death yeah. and rotten eggs. Mm-hmm. So how many of these people spend enough time out in the wilderness and are not just like people from the city who are like, oh my god, what's this smell? I'm sorry, do you know about this town? And not to mention it is Missouri, so it's not like it's a city. It is no, basically the middle of nowhere. With two giant cities. I mean like a city city, but it's not anywhere close to that. What is a city They city? basically are, like San Francisco <laughs> is a city city. Oh, oh. With well, speaking of smelly places, San Francisco is also. <laughs> That's true. You might be used to that. that actually, yeah. you might be used to that in San Francisco. Um, no, I think I think uh, what Tony's getting at here is yes. Uh, I, I would argue to Bree's point that you know I, I would assume most of these eyewitnesses are pretty familiar with the outdoors more so than someone from a big city. Um, but yes, uh, having an encounter in any wild animal at close range, you're it's a pretty good chance in a lot of cases, I would say, right, Tony, that it might smell like a dirty old wild animal. Yeah, foxes. Foxes smell horrible. Yes, they do. Coyotes. Coyotes, yes. Absolutely smell horrible. They piss on themselves and they do all sorts of nasty shit. That's like most animals, even deer. Deer. Ferrets. You have to like remove their sphincter or some shit like that. I mean, I just they're, they're remember like, that. Clean their gland. You have to like clean the sphincter gland or else ferrets mm-hmm. are off. No, thank you. Yeah, that's why I. minutes in, we've also already talked about anus. Did you guys hear about the story of the man that boarded a plane who smelled so bad that people started like vomiting on the airport? Uh, no. I mean, I mean, on the airplane, they were like vomiting on the airplane. People were getting sick, and it was from this one person. I, mean, I believe it's right. It yeah, like it sounds that. about right. Sounds about right. When yeah. was this? Can we do an episode on that? Yeah, we should do an episode on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, Bree, tell us about these stats. So the this person, this eater. person, uh, Harry, Bear. Larry is seven feet tall but eight feet on a good day possibly three toed if we believe a story we might hear about um which we already know there's only a small amount of bigfoot casts that we've seen that have three toes and most of the time it's like um the what was the swamp one was it was it the fook monster um Falk. I think so. Yeah. I like Fook, but yeah, Falk. Okay. That had the three toes. So like in a swampy so. area, that is the mm-hmm. only type of Bigfoot like cast we'd see. Because that one was toes. an alligator, but the rest of Right. Them, well, there's the that and then like the hardcore. A full five toes. The hardcores seem to think, and I know I've mentioned it before, that three the three toed prints are a product of inbreeding, which makes sense, but a lot of the yes, cast, I feel like, look like look like a perfect like 
it's not just like an extra or missing digit. It looks like a perfect like. Uh, well, and and some people, yeah, and some people say it's also because the adaptation of the area. So you have the five toes in the more like wooded, rocky area because they have to grip and walk on top of these things, and you have what looks mm. like more of like a webbed toe with three feet that you see like on an alligator or ducks and things, and that's like why that. you're seeing the difference of those uh, prints like that. So it might be inbreeding, but I definitely think it has something to do maybe with genetics in a way. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's genetically a black bear. <laughs> Not really. Um, yes, also, <laughs> the body is covered in shaggy fur. So not just like normal Bigfoot where he's just covered head to toe, but almost like very long dreadlock type of hair to where you can't see too many features other than just this huge like walking mop i'm sorry um, Bri, what color is that hair moptimus prime that's my aka not black bear hair oh. <laughs> it's, it's black hair but it's not black bear but it's not gotcha. black bear yes uh the shape <laughs> of the head from a particular eyewitness was that it was a large pumpkin shaped head um, mm -hmm. and that the eyes are orange and glowing but that's only if you can see it like peek through the dreadlocks if you're lucky if you're lucky to be so close and then also smells like carry-on and uh, which is rotting dead animal flesh I would say that about Maybe fifty percent of these attributes line up with a Bigfoot, but the other fifty percent is relatively unique to the Momo. More mm -hmm. specifically, like you mentioned, the three toes, mm -hmm. um, the body covered. I mean, you hear that in Bigfoot foot reports, but this almost seemed like I always read all these uh, things about like no neck, like there was basically no neck, and that could be just you know long because there's hair. so much hair exactly. But a, a Bigfoot head is always like conical or like you know very like a pumpkin shaped head though that is so more upsetting. round exactly like but a is, round is that the hair though is that the hair exactly He's got is a lot it of volume. That you have that oval underneath but you see like you know like with people with different haircuts and things that can completely change the shape of what your yep. head looks like especially at a distance and stuff but this mm -hmm. seems to be a running a running description is the pumpkin shaped head pumpkin shaped though. head yeah um, for sure. and this lends itself um this whole area by the way is like ripe with like uh ufo sightings and thunderbird sightings and things like that i think a lot of um a lot of the other southern cryptids we've done you know are more or less in this area as well and uh like with a lot of these you know town specific cryptids um you got your ufo guys coming in you know lining up ufo sightings with cryptid sightings and all the crazy theories about how they're you know, Boy Scouts for the Greys or, mm -hmm. you know, we might touch you know, on that experimental a little prison yeah. planet creatures, things like that. So prison there's a lot of that. Um, it, the, the Momo's probably second after the Chestnut Ridge incident, which we talked about a long time ago, probably on the first episode, um, as far as UFO and uh, cryptid Bigfoot like creature, you know, symbiosis correlations mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I, I I, was just thinking with you guys describing the different haircuts about, you know, when, especially like you see this with other animals like dogs and whatnot. So I imagine for, 
this creature, if you have so much hair and it starts to dread, it starts to mat and it creates like that mm-hmm. ball, which is like a straight ball nest. So who knows if that's really the shape of this cryptid it could really just be that the hair is just so intensely long and nappy that it uh, makes it look like that. He's almost like a gigantic cousin it. <gasps> okay, and I actually think I added I like that, that yeah. list this week. Yep. I was like, we should cover that whole topic. Um, cousin it? The whole it, the story behind it, what is it? It's like dirty dirty something is the, the Stephen King of... book? N- no, the no, we'll go back to it. It's so, something that like what a it... local another local cryptid they oh, okay. also called like the it and then it was I was the monumentally it was, confused like, just now. Okay. Me too. Into that. No. Yeah, there's the it in that area and there's also uh records of the devil. Just the devil. There's the always devil. the creature or the devil or something like mm. that. The devil. Well, it's sure. it's also extremely rare, rare to see an animal that has like matted fur like that in the wild, like a wild animal, not a domesticated animal that is loose, but like most wild animals, their fur is adapted to their climate and they won't get the mats and like the mm-hmm. dreads or things like that. Which lends itself to like a renegade humanoid hominid slash genetic engineering slash you know yeah like it, it drop off creature not natural because no animal grows excess fur to the point to where it is a problem in its right natural environment. Yeah, yeah, in, in its well, survivability. Maybe. Well, what 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 do you think? Let's stay on this for a second. What do you think? A um, like a shaggy, nappy, dreaded uh, monkey beast. Like, is My that are we de- are we defaulting that that is not an advantage evolutionarily? I mean, we're talking about dogs, or we're talking about we're talking about bears. No, we're talking about Momo. We're talking about Momo. It's not an advantage. It couldn't it it be like a camouflage thing, like a gilly. Yeah. yeah, What if it's because of the? Okay, so you have to understand. So this is along, this is along the Mississippi Rivery kind of area, right? No, I get that. It's a little bit swampy. It's a little bit dirty. So you would imagine that maybe you would want mosquitoes, this protective layer outside Mm. of you. So who's not to say? That maybe it matted it itself and made itself this armor to protect itself in the area. I think that Bobby's <laughs> definitely onto something when we're talking no, about armor. If There's... we're thinking about it in the way of just like, again, take all, bears all out of I'm your asking... mind until the end. But for the I'm big bears out of my yeah, could it all not I'm... be just an evolutionary thing to adapt to its to the area it lives in? No, because there's only one animal in the entire animal kingdom that is that you know of. All right, hold on. There's hold on, hold on, only one animal that exists in the entire animal kingdom that has such a horrible adaptation to its environment. The that humans. Fur, not us. We do, but I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about the sloth. Oh. Mm. Because it it grows moss and mold and everything else on its fur and it doesn't do anything about it because it doesn't really have any effect or adverse yeah it doesn't matter yeah it's like oh let it be i think that they're proof that angels exist 
Oh, they, they let wait, them wait, exist? Wait, wait, so unbothered. explain yourself. Wait, what do you mean that angels exist? Just to let the sloth, sloth They're beautiful, angelic, wonderful Okay, I gotcha. I didn't know if, like, maybe, like, a, a sloth angel came down to you and saved no, you or no. something. And, like, that's Just what... Like, that's how I feel about sharks. Sloth one day. You'll, you'll be graced with the light of heaven very, just staring at those things. Sharks and alligators three are totally like, very the same slowly. thing. Just, like... So not not to well. not to turn it back but all i was asking is why would we default to assume that long shaggy hair is a disadvantage though like <laughs> because there's there's no modern animal that has long shaggy hair i well, think Momo that does. it's a disadvantage because when i guess it would weigh you fur mats when the fur mats it pulls on the skin and so, like, on it, and I'm only saying this because of my old Pekingese. My old Pekingese, who looked like a tiny gorilla. We called yeah. her the mushroom monster. She uh, would get little, like, mats like that. And mm -hmm. it would pull on the skin. And it, like, and irritate it. the skin. I don't know. All right. But well, again, I'm on Team Jamie. If you're not adapted for it, then, yeah. Not unless, yeah. So, not unless there's a defensive reason for that thick of, thick of a hair. Like, if you're going up against either uh, your own species or a predatory species where you need to have hair that thick to protect against claws and bites, like lion, male lions have the manes because it protects against their neck area. Yeah. Yeah. The claws and everything like that. There's like no animals that grow excessive hair because it will just create a heat sink. Unless it's a Bigfoot. <laughs> or a black bear. Oh my god. Oh, All so right. black bears do anyway. No, they're just misidentified. This is in Louisiana, Missouri. Yes, Louisiana is a city in Missouri. And yes. also, it's a city city. Also in Illinois, it is that entire area where the river is. Mm-hmm. It's on both yeah, sides. Yeah, can I ask you guys this? Um are we just jumping to the conclusion that the, these phenomenons always seem to happen around water? Is that just because living things need to be near water and that's where people settle? So or do you think there's something more like metaphysical there? So metaphysical. I think I think that it's both. I think that you have metaphysical because I think water is very unique. We it's not like we see it everywhere uh in the universe. Um, and so I think that that's part of it. But I think the second thing is is if we're gonna go down the alley of more earthly explanations of things, watering holes are where animals gather. So of course you're gonna have a lot of sightings yeah. around watering holes. And civilization's gonna be around water. Exactly. So are, that'll say, provide the people say, that will see these things. That's mm -hmm. why I'm saying to counter that, you wouldn't want to be in a high area where everyone is going to see you and they're like bringing in their boats for the day and you're over there just trying to get a fish. Sometimes they have to adapt to the area, though. Like, what if there's not a water source that wasn't not populated? So now they're forced to be in a populated area. You can't tell me the face of this doesn't look like Roxy. A little bit, yeah. Just the Those face. It looks literally just like Roxy. Mm. That was the Pekingese. All, All right. right. So to our we're first. starting off. 
with our first stop here. And this is June 1971. Uh, and I will say this specific creature is really limited to 1971 to 1972. We don't have mm -hmm. too many real verified sightings of it outside of this time period. So this is really a capsule of an area. So two women, Joan Mills and Mary Ryans, stopped for a picnic off the Highway 79 North of the town of Louisiana, where they said they saw and smelled a half ape, half man emerging from the weeds. It gurgled and disappeared into the woods, but not before grabbing and wolfing down a peanut butter sandwich. That's that a, that's a pretty that's a pretty tough gold. To it made me think of a Wookiee, like a yeah, exactly. And then interesting for the peanut butter sandwich and to run off. Now, one thing I will say is it never specified if it was on fours or if it was standing up. It it and so that was an interesting detail that I thought that I couldn't find anything that said specifically how it ran away or anything like that. Because so far, like a monkey man, I'm just getting like a monkey man. I don't know if it's anything crazy. Well, what 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 iconic pop culture character is known for stealing food from picnic baskets? A bear. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Well, okay, this he's a grizzly image bear. Reminds me but... of the Zodiac killer. Oh, a little bit, yeah. What? Yogi's a grizzly? Yogi's a grizzly. He's brown. But he's so nice and he has oh, a little hat true. and tie on. Yeah, but he's a dick. Yogi. Yeah, I mean, just no. I'm just saying. Yogi I'm Bear saying this, and Boo Boo Bear. That's Yoshi. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying this isn't a Momo. I'm just saying that's a very uniquely bear action. I not agree with you on this one. It's one of the things that you know bear. Like when you go out of the woods, you're like, ah, oh, put the food away because it's going to steal from my mm -hmm. shit. And yeah, but mm -hmm. you would see if it's that close to getting a peanut butter sandwich, I think you would see that. It's you would notice bear. it. Yeah. Yeah. I would so, be very curious you, to like, how did they people, react as it was approaching yeah, to steal no. the peanut butter sandwich? They ran people to the car to, to, to drive away. That's what they st They started that running away smart. once it ran towards them. So gotcha. yeah, we're gonna once we get to my explanation for this, we're I'm gonna talk about exactly <laughs> why it's a uh, fucking black bear. Oh, a little teaser from the fucking buzzkill Tony over there. All right, let's yes, get to the next can, story. Yeah. So the next story happened. Uh, oh, wait, can I just throw in really quick that yeah. people, especially back in this this day, I think that people would revert to what they know rather than what they don't i think yes. racism? Maybe, maybe in this <laughs> maybe in this day and age if we had something our minds might go crazy because we know about all these other cryptids and these weird phenomena that happened but back in the very early 70s especially because you, people don't want to come out and be, say crazy shit to their neighbors i think people are going to revert to what they see and what they know opposed to saying what they don't so I agree with you on that one. So it wasn't yes. a fucking bear. Or anyway, if yeah. they if they even say anything at all. Exactly. Yeah. So this was almost exactly a year later. There were two men from Troy who were out uh, in a secluded area of the Curvy River. The two men were named Tim and Vaughn, and they had spent the day fishing on a high bank that overlooked a lower bank on the opposite side of the river. As Vaughn stood to take a break, the two noticed an awful smell in the air. Vaughn looked around and saw what he thought was a naked, hairy hippie walking along the opposite side of the river. 
Vaughn hollered at Tim to look at the hippie, who he figured must have been on some wacky tobacco. Tim jumped up and looked, but he knew it wasn't a hippie. The creature was much taller than a normal man and covered with hair all over. And it also looked as if the head sat right on top of its shoulders. Both men tried to come down the bank to get a better look, but the creature turned and charged right for them, causing the man to panic and leave for their, and flee for their lives. So June 30th, 1972, to to go back to what you're saying about how you're just going to fill in the blanks with what they know, like your, this guy's first assumption was that's a seven foot tall, smelly hippie, completely covered in hair. Mm -hmm. Like that, that like checks a lot of boxes, Mm -hmm. but you know, that is, that is interesting that the, the, the voice of sobriety of his buddy was just like that, that ain't no fucking fan of new writers on the purple sage you know that's not that's not uh jerry garcia over there no absolutely uh, not momo but but you're 100 percent correct it goes back to what brie's saying it's about when you first see something you just try to rationalize it and the first thing you think of of what you're familiar with is what you're calling out I love that you said yep. wacky tobacco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your, your, your brain goes through its Rolodex and just tries to, you know, fucking figure out what it is you're looking at. And, mm-hmm. uh, what the fuck is that? You know, a giant I could, stinky I could hippie. definitely see. I mean, it's the 70s, so yeah, a giant stinky big, hippie. Giant, oh, this guy. This guy worthless hippie walking down the river because exactly. that's exactly what they would be doing. You know, yep. they're not yep. they're not going to work, you know, not in the 70s. Next, we have the <laughs> the most famous sighting, the ones that all of them are about. And Bobby's going to read this one. Yeah. So this is like, uh, I guess, more or less uh, what I call the dam breaking stuff um, mm-hmm. of, sure. of these phenomenons. Uh, this one seems to be the one that got a whole lot of traction and everyone always references it. This is the Harrison account. So this is 1972. Summer 1972, uh, Terry Harrison and his uh, brother Wally, eight and five years old, outside playing in their backyard on the foot of Marsolf Hill, which is a hot spot for the Momo just in general, I might add. Um, again, outskirts of Louisiana, Missouri. Um, they're just playing in the yard as kids do. And all of a sudden... Um, to their to their chagrin and horror, horrifiedness, uh, there is a huge black hairy man like creature standing by a tree with giant hands clutching the bloody corpse of a dog. And uh, to corroborate, we have Doris, their sister. I actually saw it while inside um, outside of a bathroom window. So again, uh, just to add horror more horrifying to already horrifying a dead dog in its in its arms and you you will hear i gotta i gotta throw that to the bigfoot theory you will hear about that relatively often uh that uh, bigfoots are seen carrying dogs or killing dogs or dogs go missing things like that um and then again this is one of those pumpkin head sightings pumpkin head sightings uh descriptions and uh, according to the the docudrama Momo, the small town monsters one, um, they freaked out. They called their dad who was at work at a local restaurant. He came home and checked it out. It's just like one of those things where it's like they saw something. Uh, I don't know what it was, but they saw something. But I just think it's really mm-hmm. interesting how we see the pumpkin head motif here. And we also see the bright glowing orange eyes. Mm-hmm. And if you also, if you go to the next slide, Bree, there's actually <laughs> news articles 
that were printed in actual photos of the kids and the dad, and they actually got uh, cast prints. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna say, what? Oh, can you read this well, for I us was... off the screen? Yeah, this is what um... the caption of the photo is from the newspaper. <laughs> it was. Uh... Okay, uh, Edgar Harrison of Louisiana, Missouri, his son Terry and his daughter Doris examine plaster casts of footprints Harrison thinks belongs to the elusive creature reported in the area. Doris said she spotted the tall, shaggy creature behind the family home. Louisiana police chili. Chalif. <laughs> police, police chief uh, Shelby Ward said two types of mysterious prints have been found. One 10 inches long and five inches wide. The other was five inches long and curved in the middle with three toe prints. So I was going to say that after all of that happened, uh, the family was well known for being like a part of the church. They were very religious. It was true that days after that sighting, they were all out there. Um, doing a prayer circle and they were swarmed with a bunch of strange lights in the sky mm. and that is tied into uh the small town monsters thing but that is a true story that really did happen there mm. were a bunch of ufos that popped up after they did their prayer circle weird and angels this like uh, Bobby had mentioned, that this is kind of like mm -hmm. the straw that broke the camel's back when it comes to Momo um, even just being relevant in the news cycle was definitely this case. And Shelby Ward got together 30 people to go out there and go up um, Marzolf Hill. And there were so many reporters and like, international broadcasters that they called it off because he thought that they would like someone's going to end up shooting some somebody else by accident dumbass mm -hmm. or something and then it wasn't until uh, shortly after that there was a um what's his name harrison i wrote it down uh hayden hayden hughes who is a part of a um international ufo group went out with them and with Edgar Harrison mm -hmm. and a bunch of other people to try to find him, like, without letting everyone else in the news cycle go. And that's how they came across these prints. The prints, yep. But yeah, is this the, like, posse they got together to go hunt it down? I read this was one after of the posse. This was okay. after the posse. Because the first yeah. posse, it was just so, I mean, I mean, first he, he gathered 30 people of the entire town. That's already a huge group. I mean, imagine a bunch of, like... I don't know if hillbillies mm. is the right word to say, but that's what comes to mind. Yeah, I mean, like posse hillbillies is with like pitchforks yeah. and like and posse like is a unique thing. Yeah, you have going up Momo there. Posses. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of insane clown posse people exactly. in Missouri. I'm just guessing. Exactly. <clears throat> with Fago running around and yeah, whoop whoop. Yeah, much motherfucking wicked clown love. Apparently, they <laughs> submitted this to a zoo, to the Oklahoma City Zoo, and then they said it was. It was a hoax, but yeah, they were like, "Yeah, we don't buy it. We don't believe it." Nobody knows. And then so also weird. in that same documentary of the small town monsters, there's a woman in there who claims that she made that single footprint cast herself. She did like one, and 
completely did it herself and they called someone in and verified that it was for sure by an animal but that it she was the one that did it so she was like testing their she said she so she was like a kid at the time so she said she just did it and she was just like gonna freak her parents out and then and the scientists were like it's, it's definitely a print from a legitimate animal I try don't buy. I'm just like mm, you're just trying to. Oh, yeah, that's trying to fluff it. That's right, what so I'm thinking. We're going into the next month. This is July. Tony Tony's got this one. Oh yeah, here we go. July, my favorite month of the year. Ooh. 1972, not my favorite year. It was. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but uh. <laughs> <It's a vibe. laughs> It was July of 1972 when the next report comes from a man and woman of West Virginia, where there's no black bears, who were passing through Missouri, where there are point that out. also not black bears. They had stopped at the Logan Conservation Area. I don't know where this is, and I've probably been through Which here. is known for its black bears. It Stop. might be. Maybe it's just the Northern... black bear diner. I, you know what? I might open up a restaurant called that. But uh, Black Bear Diner is already real. Already, a- but you hate bears. Yeah, I That's do. Why I said but that? Okay. Just embrace the suck. Uh, so they stopped at the Logan Converse Conservation said. Area in Northern Lincoln County to stretch their legs. When they left their vehicle, seriously, they left their vehicle. They smelled something that smelled like an entire family of skunks or hippies. Mm. <laughs> Could have been hippies. smoking the ganja around the corner, right? Oh, what? Yeah, when... weed was like way skunkier back then. Oh, For yes, sure. it was. Oh, like now it's like back. it just sends you to the moon and smells like pine trees. Back then it just it does like that swag from like when you're in high school. Not only I mean, did it smell like it in the sack, it smelled like skunk like when you smoked it. When that's you smoked it out of a Dr. Like, Pepper can with holes punched in it. Yeah, we used to call it skunk weed. Like it was yeah. yeah. You used to wrap your sack with one of those uh, fabric softeners so your mom wouldn't find it. Yeah. Lucky enough to be in California and not have to smoke dirt weed. We call True, it I, I, mean, I smoked weed. sand no one, weed. I would just decide not to smoke weed if it was not good. You know what I mean? All right, finish, Tony. What happens next? When they looked around and saw him, he who is day, standing there, his big pumpkin head and glowing candle eyes let them know (laughs) who he was. He who is day. He (laughs) was nearly seven feet tall like a black bear and had to weigh 400 pounds Okay, like a black bear, and ran for them, and nearly, and they ran straight for their car. So they're like, "Oh my god, this big, giant, scary shadow creature is running at us!" That doesn't totally look like a black bear for them, and they ran straight for their car. They barely made it inside when he reached it and shook their car with his big, stupid ass, and tormented them for thirty minutes before finally getting bored and disappearing back into the woods from which he had came. Uh, uh-huh. mm. That's not mm. what's happened. Oh, because I have something to show everybody. 
Because this is what a, a black bear. Can you wait until your segment? We don't need to see that. <laughs> this is my segment. <laughs> You're but ruining not, it. No, it's not your time for that. It's not <laughs> time for that. <laughs> You're ruining the Momo legend. Nah, Bullshit. no. Wait until Momo we get to the wait till we get to the bear section. We have one more story before we, All we right. get going. I love that. Right. Ruining the Momo moment. <laughs> All right, Bree. We get a can we get a final slide that says wait till we get to the bear section? Yes. <laughs> For real. <laughs> okay. Our next uh, sighting instance here in July of 1972 was of Richard Allen Murray, who was a lifetime local and he served as the town's fire chief. He also sat in city council. Uh, he reported that when he was driving near Louisiana's town branch, which is basically the small creek that runs through the middle of the town, uh, around 11 a.m., he passed a small hill and noticed something moving in the corner of his eye. He turned his truck towards the hill with his headlights hitting a very strange upright figure that was covered in brown hair. He guessed that the creature was about seven, 20, sorry, 20 feet away. And when it realized that he was there, obviously from the um, headlights shining at him, the creature quickly ran away, scurried, scurried into the brush and disappeared. Um, but he said that um, not before long that the, the news media picked it up and was attracting a lot of monster hunters to the area. And at one point, this is our second posse now, there was a 20-person posse that was put together to kill this beast. Um, but again, the creature was never found. Second monster hunt. No creature found. Mm. Shame. 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 Who was it that said, I can't remember who it was, but there was someone that came out what? and was sorry, I'm talking to I'm I'm speaking out loud. There was someone <laughs> obviously sorry in that area that when I believe it was after the second posse had had started who came out and was like if this is an animal that we don't know it's unlawful to shoot be hunting it, it. Mm. right so uh, it was basically like a stop to all pitchfork posses is it yeah the... and this is the last time that we have any talk about it there was lots of news articles more people who went there to go look at it but we don't have any really people coming out being like oh my god i saw momo in this area this is the last time in july of 1972 and the the run of it has finally come to an end well yes and no i would say in the big news things you know of course nowadays well, yeah there's like locals I mean, of course i've read probably like 50 different stories but the, mm -hmm. the thing about that is we're in a different time now. We're in a time where people can either, I, I think people more easily jump to conclusions of what they have seen. And also people just kind of want to be 
included into the story. So who's to say if if it's um, a verified case, even if these are verified cases, but there are local people that still, I think, try to keep the story alive. Maybe they're in the mm -hmm. town and see that it's dying. Because I will say the town really has not uh, capitalized on it yeah yeah i mean there was like a little bit of like a momo i think uh like a street fair yeah and they had like momo's burgers and things but they never like Which... opened up a store they didn't do the full-on cryptid thing like, yeah. roswell or which i think um, like lends Virginia. credibility to it because it's like it's like prime for exactly that right like mm -hmm. specific why, to that area why... yeah I believe that I believe that there was at one time, if not still currently, there's like a Momo festival still. But we'll get into all that cultural stuff in a minute. But I'm just saying, like, you're right. It's a really good point. Like, it's not it seems to be only hyper, uh, you know, known about of this certain region. It doesn't seem particularly, um, you know, I don't think it's everyone so in Missouri local. knows about yeah. the Momo, you know. Mm -mm. So, yeah. Momo, you know, I, I have a feeling like it's just different than other areas where they want to find that one cool thing and then bring in tourism. It almost seems like the old town folk, like, could they be embarrassed of the story? Somehow? No, I think that they're genuinely afraid of it. They don't want people to come there and then it to come back and be like, wreak more havoc. I think they want people to not come there because they don't want to draw attention to it. That sounds like a great movie. Mm. The people come because no one's talking about it. And they're like, because we don't want it to come back. And then the stupid kids come in with their documentary filmmaker attitude. And they bring it back. And they're like, this is why we didn't talk And it brings, this. yeah, exactly. Kids. Oh. Mm. Mm. Creepy. All right. Speaking, speaking of movies, let's get into the pop culture. Oh, wait, before one more th slide. These are, again, were just more uh, articles. I just wanted to show you guys. There was tons of articles. You could literally go back and read tons of them. There was so many in this small town for something Empty that only happened hunt. over a small period of time. Yeah. Um, Next tip. Kind of like I alluded to just a second ago. Hold on. I got to find you guys again. I was doing something. Um, go ahead, Bree. Sorry. I wasn't Next doing anything. Oh, okay. Ooh. Uh, go, yeah, bam. so like I said, this seems to be hyper-specific uh, lore to the region, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't have its place within uh, Missouri uh, history, I guess. Um, yeah. Probably like the quintessential documentary on this, as we've already mentioned, it is the Lyle Blackburn, Seth Breedlove, Small Town Monsters one called Momo, the one up in the top left. I think it's just called Momo the Missouri Monster. And then... Uh, yeah. Uh, his book as well is very good. It's kind of a good overview. My copy is signed, by the way, by Lyle Blackburn. Um, yeah. Uh, but you have that. You have things like a, a ride at Six Flags that was in, I believe, St. Louis. The the one in St. Louis. It mm -hmm. only lasted into the '90s, though. It started at like the that Momo. Sucks. The Momo, the Missouri monster, the Momo monster. What was? Oh, I should know this. Oh, Momo the monster was what it was called. You can see it there, the Six Flags one, and it, uh, it only lasted. It closed in 1994. It was open in the early 70s, and uh, it was replaced by a swing ride called Riverview Racer. 
um, which lame. is way more lame than Momo the monster. Yeah, but that ride no, gotta... told me that doesn't look like an octopus arms. Like they didn't even try to make it cool. They I said, think uh, no, they just the, try to the ride kind of... spun around in one direction, and the buckets would sway back and forth, and then halfway through the ride, it would stop and go the opposite direction. So it was kind of like they the need like a roller coaster, like mur, 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 and then stop, and then mur, 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 and then you were done. Oh. Kind of like Disney like a black bear as it's like this. playing with throwing you around exactly. I think Disney should capitalize this and make this a dope ass uh, roller coaster. Walk and ride. then, yeah. like in uh, Disneyland, when you go through the Incredicoasters ride, there's a there's a part when you're going up and they have the smell of fresh cookies because like the baby eats the cookies, but they could have it smell like straight ass. So like right before oh, you go through, you'd yeah. be like, Rah! and then it just smells like rancid, Stinky. flesh-eating yeah. diseases, and then you go through a loop or something. That sounds like sounds a like a really idea. fun ride. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then try to sell the cookies at the end, right? <laughs> All right, can we go to the can we go to the next slide, please? <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, we also have other. Uh, and I, I want to say I don't know. I I might just be speaking out of turn here and assuming things as I often do. <laughs> but I feel like that 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 Seth Breedlove documentary with Lyle Blackburn that came out a few years ago has really uh, breathed a lot of life into the Momo. Like I had, yes, for sure. honestly, had never heard of it until that. Yeah, um, and again, it's hyper specific to the area. You got a um, indoor football league. I believe they ended in 2013 uh, called the Missouri Monsters. Even though it's a Cyclops, they still extrapolate that like Missouri Monster. It's got such a great you know crackle mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. um, and then you got local beers, local breweries doing the Momo. Uh, there was a local guy named Bill White who put out a record in the 70, kind of a mm -hmm. novelty, like Dr. Demento, Weird Al Yankovic, radio drive time zoo crew type song. Uh, I looked all over the internet for it for exactly three minutes and I couldn't find it pretty much immediately. So we're not going to be able to hear it. Um, and then this is my own. This is my own personal uh, thing. Uh, it reminds me of Man Thing, Marvel's Man Thing, which was Marvel's answer to the Swamp Thing. Even though I think that Swamp Thing or Man Thing came before Swamp Thing, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. But it just it's got Man Thing vibes to me, which was my name in prison. Did uh, you see? So, Bobby, did you see the movie from like seven or eight years ago, the Man Thing movie? No, no, there's a Man Thing movie. Oh yes, Ooh, oh yes. Was, there it, was it a big Man Thing? Because I like Marvel's Man Thing. It's it's a Marvel's Man Thing. It came out shortly after Iron Man came out, and there is some amazing full frontal nudity. In that interesting like, yeah i'm tired of like school. typical mcu plug and chug uh you know formulaic marvel movies um but i like the when they do weird ones so I'll oh see. yeah it's 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 good there's some very great 14 seconds of amazing visualization before man thing shows up man thing what the it's usually how it's usually about 14 seconds before Man thing shows up. Two thousand five, sound second, right? Or somewhere so around there. Seventeen percent on the tomato meter. Fourteen percent audience score. I'm definitely that's the one. This. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's, that's gotta be it. That's, that's it. Gotta be it. Is, is that the Missouri monster? That no, but no. 
Unless, no, no. So this is also, the song. yeah. Hot take. Oh, you if you watch uh, the first episode of Stargate SG One, oh, the series. Like oh, the on, series. I think Ooh. on Amazon. Oh, there is about four minutes of full frontal nudity, and you're just oh. like, "What the fuck is going on?" This was a TV show. Wow, sounds yeah. worth watching. To be honest, different different time. It is. It, it was 1994. I mean, who cared? Nice. Who care? Uh, I will say one year. thing I've noticed about most of the cryptid, cryptids that we cover is that there is some type of um, craft beer mm. named after the cryptid, yeah. and Why then a local band that writes a song. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah, or to- yeah. or. Or a sport I like a minor league do. sports team. Yeah, sports team. Yeah. I or... just want to do a drink, a, a tour to cryptids where I can try all of the different beers that we've oh, like, all the different cryptids I that like we've that. covered. Because there's so many. Mm-hmm. How fun would that be? Oh, okay. And then we'll listen to the, the song. Booze. Yeah. The cryptid booze cruise. I don't know. I think I think you would that cruise would consist of just the four of us, which I'm fine with. Right, yeah. We had All a right, great time. Bobby, Bobby, no is it just Bigfoot? Um, it's it's very tempting. It's a very no. tempting Bigfoot of the Gap theory. Um, but I think I I think that look, Missouri's ranked number nine highest state for Bigfoot sightings. So we have, if you want to call them confirmed Bigfoot sightings in Missouri, not specifically Momo. That's, that's all that adds a lot to this, but I think that if this is a Bigfoot, it is the ones that are akin to the more paranormal alien connected ones, maybe some Mm -hmm. interdimensionality, you know, you got the big orange glowing eyes, all that stuff. So I don't know if this is a Bigfoot of the gap, um, I would say it is um, paranormal Bigfoot of the Gap, and I don't think I wouldn't say all Bigfoots in Missouri are paranormal. Mm. I need to make a quick comment here. Mm. Yeah, I do. see that there is a Texas Missouri, and I'm so bothered by that. Yeah, Missouri yeah. obviously just ran name. out of names, and they were like, like "We're just going to name towns after states." It's so irritating lazy. to me. Missouri exists in lazy. Lazy. Missouri's lazy in their city names. <laughs> For real. Probably a Texas in California, in Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, they they are in, I am in Missouri. Missouri. I mean shit. That's All right, so give hey, Tony uh, his I have a question. Yes. I I, I added real quick uh oh. housekeeping. I added a slide while we were on this. Is it going to show yeah. up? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I'm a boomer. I don't know about that stuff. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Where is ew, it? I dated someone with that. Oh, don't, 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 don't go to it. I'm almost a boomer. Why? Is it my turn or is it? Is we it Bobby? We're ready to go to the next slide. one. No. Can I go to the next slide? Yes, please. Yes. No, I'm I'm last, and that one's last. Oh, this is me. Yeah, this is great. Uh, so, to- <laughs> aha. Okay. So, there was uh, a few things actually. One, uh, the Trail of Tears State Park is over there. Sketchy. We already know when there is a lot of um, native Death. turmoil. <laughs> what a terrible name for a park. Because especially the native, we all know when it comes to native, the natives, the, the trail of tears is the saddest of them all. Mm-hmm. And boom, right there. 
all kinds of energy stacked up and it's just game over paranormal station um and then there's also cape gerardo if i could go back so this is that hot spot right here cape gerardo is right here it's about three hours south driving um, but Cape Girardeau is, if you are a UFO nut like us, then you would know that that is the very first uh, UFO crash that we've had in the States. It was not indeed Roswell. It was in Cape Girardeau, 1941. Very interesting story with the firefighter. They had the priest come. They buried the poor being. He, like, You'll be okay. It's a whole story, but uh, Cape Jardo is like huge. Um, so I just think it's interesting that you have possibly our very first UFO. I mean, I just imagine if this was like if if Roswell was three hours from here, people would be like, "Wow!" People don't really know a lot about Cape Jardo unless they're like deep into the history of it all. And so to me, I was like, "Oh shit!" This is like there's got to be a huge ufo connection and then hearing about the fact that the harrisons after they saw um momo and the dog carrying that poor dog whose to whose toto is that anyway no one even knows who whose dog no one ever was. claimed it yeah no one ever claimed it how sad um but the fact that they were then visited by a bunch of ufos and then later in the year, there was another weird sighting of a bunch of unexplained lights. Um, and then adjacent to Cape Girardeau is Piedmont. Where the fuck is that? I can't see it. Piedmont's somewhere over here. Anyway, Piedmont's an hour west. Yes, it's an hour west. Um, and that is what is considered a UFO hotspot of Missouri. And interestingly mm. enough, eight days ago, just eight days ago, Fox News reported that the state representative, uh, Chris Dinkins, introduced a bill to claim Piedmont as the Missouri UFO state capital. What? That is because hmm. of all of the, the UFO sightings that were hmm. also in the same time span, the early 70s, when the Momo was very popular. So you have to remember the um, Pasc Pascagoula? Pasc Pasquilla. No, I think it's Pascagoula uh, sighting with uh calvin and you know what i'm talking about yeah pascula mm -hmm. yep. abduction yeah yeah uh, that was in the same time frame um and then there was uh, another 100 plus reports just in that town same time frame early 70s like 70 to 74 uh and has carried on since then so if the bill is passed Piedmont could get this title as early as August, like this year, like in a, a few months. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting that that was just introduced literally eight days ago. And we're, we're talking about this today. Wow. So obviously 
there is this very heavy UFO connection. Um, of course, ghosts and all of that. But, you know, again, it's like we talk about UFOs and, and these weird cryptid sightings. Are they together? Do they have a connection? Uh, I think it's interesting that one of the heights of UFO sightings was precisely in the same time frame as the height of the Momo. Mm. Wild. Yeah, I just feel like we have these like super extra weird couple of years sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yep, these bursts. All right, is it finally Tony's turn? Thank God. Oh my God, Enzo. We're going to have to start paying you. I don't even know. Look at Enzo pulled it up that we talked about Cape Girardeau in our speak our secret space program series part four. Mm. Love ah. it. Thank you, Enzo. You are literally the best. All right, Tony. Uh, all I have to do is uh, just share this other thing that I found that I hate because you, you look so good in a me... uniform. Oh, oh, you yeah, do. I do. There's your fucking Momo. Actually, like a long-haired version, yeah. If nah. it was long hair. That ain't no pumpkin head. But no. If that is long a hair. pumpkin head. That is a big fat That's a head. fucking did bear they head. Ever, did they ever talk about the they ever talk about what? No, because they're big-headed fucks. Look you at notice them. how all of the black bears have very short fur. So the the average hair, yeah. I'm gonna guess. I'm I'm just guessing here. It's maybe like two and a half inches long at its longest point. So it can in no way, shape, or form be the Momo. Yeah, you but do have you, a very do you know clear how view unreliable? Do you know how unreliable his testimony is? Hysterical. Yeah, hysterical. hysterical. Don't be using the H word to a woman. Yeah, that's offensive to I'll, women. I'll do it every day to both. It people. is. Oh, I gotta use that. <laughs> no, we're joking. <laughs> but he, so, like, if you run into something in the woods, you that you're not expecting, you are going to over exaggerate every single part of it, especially if it's you're a gonna big, put some scary, Jamie sauce on it, yeah, 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 you, especially a big, scary, predatory animal because that bear, yeah, black bears, oh, are, his nose was so long, it had a point, but this, the, but the face is so clean. I, I, if okay, if I were to go with your explanation of them like exaggerating what you see, when you look at a black bear like this, the points that would be exaggerated are not the points that these eyewitnesses are claiming. I'll give you that one, Bree. None of would have been the ears. It would yeah. None of the witnesses were describing bears. It's just like long hair. You got little orange eyes. They were all none of that. They were all yes. They were. It's not even close, Tony. It's it's exactly close. So many of the stories are of the animal running away. Black bears are the biggest pussies of the bear world. They will run away. You can run up on them and go, rah, 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 and they will just run away. Even if it weighs two or three times more than you. Because black bears are not in, like a keystone predator. Because black bears okay. have to compete with grizzly bears. So, like, anything that threatens them, if it is 
stupid enough to run up on them and scream at them, they will run away, even if they are the bigger animal. But that sounds just like me. But yet, if you saw me, you wouldn't be like, oh, she's like these big dreads and these orange glowing eyes. Like, no, because you I didn't do not run know how someone you. else is going to describe you. <laughs> I didn't run into you in the middle of the night in the woods unexpectedly. Also, just for thought here, none of these instances were in the middle of the night where people could not see. They could clearly see the animal. It didn't look anything like a black bear. If we were to just look at the characteristics visually, it's a black I think bear. it's here for. It does not batch anything close to what the eyewitnesses saw, nor could I see how it could be exaggerated to fit that criteria. What if it's Easily. a really dirty black bear? It's a well, naughty black bear. The way it could easily be construed as being a black bear. This is the only animal that fits this like uh, description is because of its size, its weight. If you're walking out in the woods, it doesn't matter what time of day or night it is. If you see something bigger than you just trouncing through the woods, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. What the fuck is that? And then your mind is going to start Saying it's a bear. details to it that aren't actually there. It's a fucking black mm. bear. In this circumstance, I'm going to give it a hard no, Tony. I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> that you also don't no, agree. Um, That's ridiculous. <laughs> the eyes are not even close. The hair, yes. Black, brown, and in some cases also an eye. <laughs> Like we do okay. see with other Bigfoot-esque. I've never creatures. seen a black bear with nappy dreads and glowing orange eyes. No, so so I base this off of the first time I ever saw an alligator in real life in the wild. What? So I was alligator. I was yeah yeah so, explain yourself. So I'm gonna explain it. Yeah. So I was out on a pier. And I was looking out, and I looked down, and there was a nine-foot alligator right below me on the pier. It's a lot and it hits differently when you're not in a zoo, and you're not in a controlled environment, and that animal just rises up to the surface and starts looking at you. Because now you're not in a one-way road. What? Okay. I don't think any of us <laughs> like Tony, what in God's name did you what are you talking about? You make Is more it... sense when you're drunk. Why do we tell Tony to stop drinking? Tony, you can go back to the booze, please. Okay, listen. I can it's, I'm gonna it's focus. Lot... I'm gonna really focus. Yeah. Try it's, again, it's, please. it's a lot different when you are facing an animal on their territory versus when you were at a zoo or anything else like that. So when you're in the wild, like I saw that first wild alligator and it was bigger than I was and it came up to the surface and just stared at me and I was like, oh, so I guess I'm not in control. So you, you lose, when you experience it in person, you lose that sense of control. And it changes the entire, you know, narrative of what's going to happen. And it's the same way if you're in the woods and there's a bear that's a foot taller than I am, which is like three foot taller than Bree. 
It, but, that's I a mean, that's a huge fucking animal. I mean, yeah, by that right, logic, I'm are you sure. saying like any Bigfoot Question. sighting is probably a bear then? That's no, I'm, I'm talking the like, Momo's a fucking bear. I was a like, okay, of- so Tony, why don't you start <laughs> off then with the factor of sci-fi and give us, since we already know your answer, just go ahead and, and give it to us now. It, it's a one sci-fi. It's a fucking black bear. Mm. There he is. Wow. There it is. Go ahead, Bree. Question. What a Arnold. <laughs> so... Why, just curious, why do you think that these people that uh, early 70s, remember time frame, don't want to talk about things? They are in the area where maybe they do see bears, but they definitely hunt their folk people. Why do you think think that they would jump to something that they've never seen before opposed to things that they have seen before, especially when some of the people have seen bears and can describe Mm -hmm. like compare and contrast to bears? Why do you think they jumped and added extra things that don't look anything like a black bear and couldn't even be exaggerated as being a black bear? Why do you think they just like made that up? Okay, so I'll tell you the number one reason for that is because the authorities won't say that it is that animal. And what I mean by that is where I live, the DNR has stopped reporting on cougar sightings because there's too many of them, but they won't acknowledge the fact that cougars have been reintroduced and like moved their way in secured territory. But Bree's not talking. So, yeah, Bree's not Yeah, but I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And that's where in that area, Black bears are not the most. It, that's not what you expect to see. You expect you expect to see like bobcats, maybe coyotes, maybe a wolf or something like that. You introduce a black bear into that area, something that people have been hunting for years and clearing out of the area, so their cattle and their their farm animals aren't at threat for that. And then suddenly they show back up in the 70s. And this is what we're seeing when these laws went into effect where you can't hunt these animals in these places. And then a decade or two decades later, these animals started coming back. And the DNR was like, no, no, you're you're fine. Don't don't shoot these animals. Okay, so so basically what you're saying tony at the end of the day is is everyone who had an encounter with the momo was just lying about what it is that they saw maybe not everybody but but i mean that's what you're alleging though because you're because what brie is trying to say to you is that none of these people none of these witnesses are describing a bear at all none of the characteristics are like a bear to the hair, to the face shape. They're not talking about ears. They're not talking about snouts. None of those things. No, so, she's, she's posing, so she's posing to you the question of why is it then, are you saying that it's 100% bears when not one person described a bear? What, what, why would these people possibly describe something other than a bear if it wasn't a, if it was not a bear? Panic. So you're just so is it that they're lying because they want no, the, I don't think they, they want the government to investigate it so they're they're making things up and elaborating on things so that it doesn't sound like a bear so people are taking it more seriously because what you're saying is is we get that you say it's a bear but you're you're not giving any other facts to us outside of other than you just think it's a bear because none of the evidence at all points to a bear in any direction. 
No, or like why be. would the like like why would the 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 police chief or or the fire department person like why would they also go along with that? Exactly. Well, I think the the only incidents where it cannot be ruled as a bear is like the long haired. But that was every single like, account. Every account was, was a was a big man, long hair, horrible smell, pumpkin head. Yeah, that was seven consistent. feet tall. Seven feet tall through all of them. Had big giant dumb heads. Like mm-hmm. again, but you're not. But I, I, Tony, I get what you're saying. Logically, you the to, only you thing in that area that makes sense is a bear. I get what you're saying, but unfortunately, okay. the facts that have been put in front of us tonight. There is not one person who describes anything that looks remotely like a bear. Period. End of story. Not one okay, person so saying what is, crying, what is crawling. The fauna that can compete with that bear for it to have the resources to still be alive. That does has absolutely nothing to do with what people are looking at. I get what you say, Tony. You're coming at it from a logical sense, Tony, and so I respect your back? answer. You're no. facting it as a bear, but like, and we get that. A, yeah. But unfor- but I and I get where you're going, but unfortunately, <laughs> none me. of the evidence points to a bear at all. Unfortunately, <laughs> other than the fact that bears look like it. Yeah, Tony, get fucked. I mean, no, <laughs> like, get I, I, so I, I went guy. into this thinking this was a bear as well, and I was on the bear route. But then the more and more you look at the descriptions that these people are giving, they are not describing a bear in any capacity. To me. The, it more sounds like they're describing a large cat. I could see a large cat being mistaken for something like with longer hair and the glowing eyes and more of a round head. That would make sense, but there's not any large cats in that area that fit those kinds of descriptions. So, exactly. So like I could <laughs> see like if there was something, a big black panther in the area, then like, oh, okay, maybe they're seeing something slightly different and that could make sense. But unfortunately to me, I'm going to have to middle bitch this one because I don't, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to lean more towards the fact that I think that this is actually like more of a Bigfoot creature that's out there. We, like this I could love be a Bigfoot. how we turned your factor or sci-fi <laughs> into an argument. Yeah, always. That's like what it is. That's what it's there for. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm personally middle bitching it because I just I can't see the dots that Tony is connecting. That evidence is just not supported in this case for me. What about you, baby? Oh, I'm hard fact. I get one. I got to balance out Tony's mm. horse shit. Secondly, <laughs> Tony's um, horse shit indeed. Secondly, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just uh, I think that it. You know, we talk about how this is a highly concentrated in one area in one specific amount of time. What that lends to is, I believe, it is some sort of alien paranormal. You know, um, <laughs> uh, veil creature. Lovecraftian thing going on. I don't think it's like a like a normal animal. Mm. Um, the glowing eyes give it away as well. So I think I'm leaning towards the fact that I one believe in all that shit, and two, mm. this is definitely not a black bear. All right, Bree. Um, I you know I uh am definitely middle bitch towards fact. I guess you could just you say maybe fact. Um, Your middle fact. Of course, of course, I have fact. questions. I'm a bitch fact. I do have questions, um, but I do indeed feel that this is different than the other animals in the area. I don't think it is anything like a black bear, and I haven't heard a decent argument to um, 
compare that to. <laughs> Don't open and... that can of worms. <laughs> and I then can't bear also... another minute of it. <laughs> I can't. I'm barely hanging on here. Um, yeah, and I also feel that, you know, maybe it's an offshoot of a Bigfoot. Maybe a what we think of a Bigfoot is really its own species, and then there's just like different variations, kind of like a human and what. Or like the way you think of bears, um, yeah. There's like bears, but there's black bears and brown bears knows? and polar bears, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like I think that could very well be the case because the long hair definitely sets it apart. And in all of the cases, they very much are like honing in that this thing has long ass dreaded face body and smells like ass. And it could be from the dreads. It's like literally holding on to the stank. Uh, I think that's plausible. And then also it could be one of those things where like, you know, Bobby has said time and time again. And I, I, I always, every time he like mentions it, I like remind myself like, oh, we need to like look into that. But Bobby's always mentioned why is there certain time periods where where things happen? And is there some type of astronomical explanation? Could this apply somehow to astrology, somehow to astronomy, somehow with the stars, the placements, and that connecting to strange phenomena? And to me, mm-hmm. this I get the weird reminiscence of like the Mothman, how the Mothman, you know, showed up for a period of time. And things happened. And, you know, in that area, we have these coinciding UFO reports. Mm -hmm. So much to now they want to be like a UFO capital. uh, In the same time period were all of those reports. So I'm kind of thinking, I wonder if this is one of those cases where we need to kind of log in our books as something to revisit. Maybe this is another time in history and i'm sure we've we've looked at a lot of cases where things have happened in the early 70s for sure mm-hmm. um that can yeah that seems to, to be that seems to be the big like the late 60s through the 70s seems to be the big concentration of like cryptid bigfoot type sightings or is it's almost the same way that like the late 40s to the 50s wait when was betty and barney hill 50s uh yeah that's almost like the UFO concentrated. Not to say that they don't happen. And just like Bigfoot, not to say that those sightings don't still happen. But it's just weird how like there seems to be this like highly concentrated time frame that like is affiliated with phenomenon, whatever. For sure. That's uh, kind of yeah, kicks it all off. Phenomenon X is yeah. associated with Ooh. this decade and this decade. Yeah. Right. Oh man. You guys, that was a banger. You know what? I appreciate you. I, I'm willing, I'm willing to, to... Middle bitch it? No. I'm not going to say that. I'm willing <laughs> to, to look back at this. Wrong. If I get photographic or video evidence that I can look at, that I okay. can Respect. absolutely say that's not a bear, it's not a fucking puma walking on its back legs. Tony, let, let me ask you fucking this. Fucking doing backflips or some shit. I feel I like you looked at it. You're just. I feel like that you've uh, admitted that you believe in Bigfoot. In the past. I have, yes. Mm-hmm. So but why could this just bear. be a Bigfoot? Because okay. it's not. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah, Tony. There's a lot um, of other accounts where I feel like 
gives more credence to it being possibly a a black bear account rather than this one. This one's really dialing in on that long hair. Like that's well, one thing that me, sets it aside from it. all the other hairs and uh, bears. Let me, let me bear hairs. All right, so listen, let's go to Missouri and we'll go fucking hunt for it. We'll hunt for Momo. Toddy Waba does Momo. That's a pretty good uh, middle point for all of us to meet. It really is, honestly. All right, guys, this has been a super fun episode. Is my other slide still coming? Oh, oh, do we have another slide? Hold on, let me bring you back up. Hold on, I'm so sorry. Bobby's got to do the. uh... Got it. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, here we go. There we go. Sorry, Bobby. I apologize. Jamie, thingy? do we have the, Jamie, thingy I the button? Yeah. Don't Go do it. it. I'm doing it. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> this is not a Momo or Bigfoot creature, but Momo is always described as having a pumpkin shaped head. So I got to go ahead and recommend oh, 1988's Pumpkin Head. Love it. One of the few movies directed by Stan Winston, who is the special effects makeup artist on things like Terminator 2. He did some special effects on Jurassic Park, uh, Aliens, Aliens. all your favorite classics. Um, He's worked on a lot of them. He's a legend in the field, but this is probably one of his. This is like his only like notable uh, directorial debut Mm -hmm. or directorial project. And it is fucking awesome. It has Lance Hendrickson in it, and the kid, a kid that looks like uh, a kid that looks like the kid from Jerry Maguire is in it, and uh, he gets like killed by some kids uh, on a dirt bike. So he, Lance Hendrickson is his dad, and he goes up into the woods to try to like bring his son back to life and get revenge on the kids that killed his son. And so he goes and visits a witch, and the witch tells him how to summon the pumpkin head, and it turns into this yes. like greasy, weird, darkly lit orange and blue slasher movie with this weird, oh, amazing creature. I don't know. Bobby, the uh, what is it? Pumpkin head two, where it's under the bridge. That That's where hot blue peppers. Um, <laughs> I I think so. Because I, oh, I don't recall that from the original and Pumpkinhead 2 I watched like maybe three years ago and I didn't really see a reason to ever watch it again. But uh, No, yeah, there was like the weird uh, blood wings or what it's called. Yeah. But uh Jamie, you've no, seen the OG, Pumpkinhead? No. Mm-mm, no. The OG Pumpkinhead is like so a good. classic nineteen eighties oh, monster. I gotta watch flasher. it. Like it is a essential uh... every Halloween, like once you watch it once, it's gonna be on your list. It's gonna. Why be don't I know that? Really. Now I will. Hey, no, also, it just so it's you guys so know, good. I've never even seen. I had this conversation the other day. My dad told me the plot and was like, "You never have to see it now," but I still need to see it. I've never even seen all of the alien movies. Hmm. You don't need yeah. to see. Uh, you can skip the third one. Just see the first two. Yeah. And if you really That's want it. to watch Prometheus. If you want to, that was all right. Does I like anyone, the, like, ooh, does I like anyone the have one any final fast bender? Does anyone and, have any final thoughtsies for the week? Um, I just watched uh Skibberink on Shutter. What it's called, Skibberink. You pay for that? No. I pay for Shutter. Yeah, can I get oh. your login? No, Rude. I love my horror movies, and Amazon is a horror. Okay, anyways, go ahead. Tell us about it. 
Oh, I think they spent gone. like uh, $5,000 to film the movie, five or $15,000 to film the movie. They made like $215 million off this movie. I watched it the entire time. I wanted to kill myself more than the entire 10 fucking years I was in the United States military. It was so you were in this movie? Fucking so, movie yeah, I have ever seen. Bad? It is what? horrible. Well, I oh, recommend Thunkin so Don't Head. watch it. Don't okay. watch it. So you're it's saying so don't bad. watch it. No. Not don't unless you watch it. Like I would have had a better better experience putting my dick in a blender with lemon. Wow. Wow. Maybe you should put your dick in a black bear's mouth. I think that's appropriate for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Bree, any final thoughts with that sassy mouth? That was a dick move, Bree. Sassy wow. black bear Live mouth. Long yeah. And prosper. Right, Tony? Live long and prosper. Maybe anything uh yeah not for everyone podcast we just dropped an episode on dr strange love and then coming up real soon we're doing a new episode on um alejandro jodorowsky's santa sangre which is a very weird surreal movie santa from santa. the early 90s ooh, ooh. uh yeah it's not for everyone we cover movies that are not for everyone and we cover we are people that host it that are not for everyone mm, consider yes. yourself warned Yes, and uh, oh, we last, here on the Toddy Wabba. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Last thought. Whoever's listening to us in Australia, thank you. Oh, yeah, thank you. We had like over almost 3,000 downloads on our audio side, specifically from Australia on April 15th. Thank you. We appreciate Just Toddy Wabba in general or Bobby's Cryptid Corner? It was every it was no, everything from the beginning it. of podcast time until now. It was oh. like they it, it was like it was like they had it was like fifty people all at the same time downloaded our entire fucking catalog is how like the yeah, stats kind of read in Australia. Yeah. It, um, so if you like our stuff, we will be back on Thursday for our super serious science show. Kari is not here, but we do have Jeff from the Strange Recon podcast filling in. So it's going to be an exciting episode. So we are super pumped for that. So you guys uh, have a good day Wednesday. Take a relax, hang out, and we'll see you all on Thursday. We love you guys. Yeah, Bye. and if you're the one person from Pakistan who is watching. We want to know who you are. Yeah, just let who us know that? who you are, Ahmed. All right, bye. <laughs>